0: Welcome back to this episode of the Shooting Bricks Podcast. And guys, wow. What's that, G? What are you holding up? Four fingers? Four. 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 That's right, baby. It's four for the Warriors. And shout out to Stephen Curry, because you finally got that finals MVP you deserve. You should have gotten it in 2015, but we're not talking about that. But there's a lot to talk about. As always, I'm Jerry Castillo, and I'm joined by...
1: I'm Daniel Huen. I just want to say congratulations to the team of the last decade and joining me as well.
2: Of course, it's your boy. I'm glad to be back. It's your boy. Really real Jarrell says. And if y'all listening to this on the YouTube, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe, hit that notification bell and shoot some bricks with us.
0: Hey, and like Jarrell, the words are back. The top, the top, the tippity top, the top of the NBA mountain. And guys, Fantastic game! I was, uh, I, I told you guys, I was, I was damn near having a heart attack because, at the start, it was what 12-2 to the Boston Celtics and the really early going of the first quarter. But, oh, uh, one big breath, just oh, but, yeah. What, what do you, what do you guys think about this game that the Warriors just absolutely, I don't want to say manhandled, but Damn, they did work against the Celtics. They, Their defense tonight was incredible, but what do you guys think?
1: <sighs> incredible defensive outing from the Golden State Warriors, especially in the fourth. In the fourth, Boston couldn't get anything into the bucket. And in props to them, They I think Golden State out-rebounded Boston throughout this entire game. Uh, Boston's bigs were trying their best, but for some reason, Golden State kept getting offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds. And Stephen Curry played, like, once again, he played lights out. Um, this is this is a fourth title, in my opinion, well-deserved. This, this practically puts them, this Warriors dynasty, this Warriors core up into the all-time greats. Like, we're talking 80s showtime. Yes, 90s Bulls, early 2000s Lakers and Spurs. Like, the Warriors are now in this conversation. And when we talk about history down the line, we're going to be telling, like, LeBron was the player for the last 15 years, but the Golden State Warriors were the team of the last 15 years. So that's, 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 this is how this Warriors team is going to be remembered upon. And, you know, the, the kind of crazy thing is there's a good chance that they repeat next year, but otherwise, Jarrell take the four.
2: Damn. <laughs> 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 they just put a step on you, a uh, step approval from Daniel. You heard Hell it. Oh yeah, first?
0: man. You'd love hey, to see first. it.
2: Hey man, man. I, it was, it was a game. It was a game. I, that's, I'm, I'm more happy as a Lakers fan to see the Boston Celtics at their own house walk back to that locker room. And I know, I know it's bad for me to sit there and be like, ah, Celtics, you lost. But, hey, <laughs> I, you know, I can't help but to feel happy for the, for the Golden State Warriors. Um, you know, there's some likable players, you know, some annoying players on that squad. But just to see what they've been through in the past couple of seasons, Klay Thompson coming back, Curry with the injuries, Draymond Green with the injuries in the podcast.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> um, you know Gary Payton and Gary Payton the second you know Andrew Wiggins getting his second chance opportunity t- taking on these roles I-, I just think it's really nice to see those players win and you know all of the motion that was within the game um, kind of reminded me of, of our game on uh, Tuesday Jared just how yeah. the energy kind of shifted but we're right. not going to get into all of that
0: no we're definitely not but no you mentioned you mentioned Wiggins and dude A few years ago when the, when the Warriors traded for Wiggins, someone on ESPN, I won't mention their name, but someone on ESPN said that the Warriors will never, ever make it to the finals again. It's not who you think it is, but it's, it's a pretty big name and man, the amount of garbage he must be getting right now. Not only did they make it to the finals, they won baby. Like, people were talking all this mess about Wiggins, and quite frankly, I was too. But that dude just put on a show. He was, like you said, he was the X factor. And, dude, he just played his heart out. I mean, you got to you gotta give him mad props. All the years that we thought, oh, he's a bust, he's a bust. But, nah, dude, like, gee, he played his heart out on defense. And th- there were a couple times when he, like, legitimately blocked Jason Tatum.
2: Lockups. He put that man in a, uh what is it? Oh, I was about to say restraining or a straight uh <laughs> yeah. I, I, y'all know it. Go, go back to those episodes before the finals started, I, or the first after the first game, whatever. Andrew Wiggins is the X factor in this in this NBA finals. He was the X factor, and he had Jason Tatum hurt. <laughs> <laughs> he was hurt. That man needed some milk. Uh, we're gonna talk about JT a little bit later, hopefully. But Andrew Wiggins did his thing. Eighteen and eight for the finals. Yes, sir.
0: Yeah. And you got to, you got to like really, really give it to him because he's like, again, this wasn't the Andrew Wiggins we were thinking that would ever happen, ever show up. But like, dude, this is exactly the Andrew Wiggins that the Warriors needed at this time. But Daniel, Jalen Brown had 34 points and basically he was the driving force of the Celtics. Do you have anything to say about the Celtics, particularly? how they played this series, or just anything in general about the Celtics. Because I know all three of us here, we don't like the Celtics too much, but we got to say something nice about them.
1: Well, first off, I agree with all y'all. Andrew Wiggins was, you know, the, one of the best X-Factors tonight. Dude, like, when, when Curry wasn't on the floor, Andrew Wiggins clearly stepped up, and you could see him on the stat line. How many points did he have?
0: He had 18. 7 of 18 shooting, though.
1: I mean, there were moments in that game when Boston was on a run that Andrew Wiggins would immediately put a bucket in or get the offensive rebound. And it would clearly like cut off any mo- momentum Boston had. So props to him tonight, man, like many others. I thought he was a bust too. So it's just, it's just kind of crazy. Like he's completely turned it around. So, but anyways, about the Boston Celtics. Yeah. You had guys like Jalen Brown putting up good games tonight, but the, at the, at the end of the day, though, I think the most striking part about Boston was after their first, you know, that, you know, that 12-2 run to start off the game, it's just like once the Warriors found a way to get back into the game, it was just like Boston just did not know what to do. You saw on their body language. You even saw it in how Ime, you know, Ime Udoka, if you watch the game at halftime, he get that talk to, you know, to his players in the locker room. There just wasn't any energy. Even the coach himself, like, he just, he just kind of knew, like, We're that's like, that's what happened. And like, you could see it in the body language too. It's like Boston knew for knew like this, 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 this season was over. So Boston kind of waved the white flag way before, before the fourth quarter In a lot of ways.
0: Remember what I've been saying for the last few days, Warriors win game five, demoralize the Celtics and win game six. I mean, I'm not a soothsayer or a future seer or whatever you want to call it, but I mean, I'm not going to, I'm just saying Boston looked pretty demoralized tonight because the Warriors won a 21-0 run, which is the largest run in NBA Finals history within the last 50 years. So if if that's not demoralized, I don't know what is, but go ahead, G.
2: Um, uh, we we talking about good stuff for the Celtics.
0: Well, we we said some. I,
2: <laughs> Daniel went all uh, right back to the Warriors. So I, was that the question,
0: <laughs> bro? The whatever you want Celtics? to, whatever you wanted to say about the Celtics, because we're going to get into the Warriors a lot. So might as well give the Celtics whatever we can, and then pivot to the Warriors.
2: I mean, I, I agree with Daniel. Um, they got outplayed. I, they got outplayed. I would not say they they threw the white flag in because we saw you. Okay, they did throw the white flag in because I'm gonna call out Jason Tatum. And I said I wasn't gonna do this on this episode. And you know, there's only one one or two things that's gonna happen after this finals with JT. He's either gonna fold or he's gonna ride to the occasion. Is this gonna be his LeBron moment when he went when, when LeBron went to the finals and lost and he bounces back? Uh I, I really put into like I wanna put this out there. I want you wanna see what you guys' reaction is. But do we feel on this podcast that Jason Tatum is is a number one guy. He's a he's a one A guy in this league because this performance. I know y'all saw Drake on or when he posted on Instagram when he had his little championship lead going yeah. on at his crib, and he said, "What did Kobe do in that game when he, he wasn't couldn't. hitting the shots?"
0: Played on defense.
2: He played on defense, and there's just something about Jason Tatum. I love I love the game. I love his game, and it's like. As a Celtic, I'm like, ah, I can't root for you, but like, you know, deep down, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of rooting for you. Yeah. But there's just something about him. I'm not, you know, I ain't no I'm not no NBA athlete, but I'm just looking at him and I'm like, you're looking a little Anthony Davis-ish right now, man. You're not looking like the guy. You are you that guy? So what are your thoughts? Because I, I would like for us to talk about this maybe now later, but who are we gonna identify as those the, the guys, the guys or the boys? Shout out to the Amazon Prime show hey. um in the league. But first question, is Jason Tatum a number one guy?
0: Very, really, really quickly, Daniel. Very interesting you bring that up because Kevin O'Connor of The Ringer actually posed that same question that he, Jason Tatum, played like a number two this series as opposed to being the number one. So I think, and it's very interesting that it's been brought up twice Mm -hmm. within the last Mm -hmm. hour. I honestly think that he might, be suited as a number two following this series, because we saw that Jalen Brown was just taken over, right? Aside from what, what game did he like score almost 30 like game two or something or whatever, right? He didn't shoot it effectively and when it came time for the big moments, he didn't step up. Jalen Brown did. so that's food for thought. food for thought. Sorry Daniel,
1: go ahead. I want to believe that he's the face of the franchise. I've kind of said it before. I'm kind of guilty of that. But after thinking about this finals, Jason Tatum is by far the best player on this team. But there's there's a passive personality he has that Mm -hmm. like, and to be like a true face of the franchise, you gotta have like you gotta have what Kobe and yes, Luca has like this killer instinct. But admittedly, Jalen Brown has more of that killer instinct that Jason Tatum does. Jason Tatum can put the points up, but like, it's just like the way his you know some guys' personalities work. It's it, like Zion has that same has that same issue too. It's just, like he it's it's a bit too casual, and, and to be to be the the guy, you you gotta have you gotta have a killer instinct. And the, again, I just I just don't think he has it. So, personality wise, skill wise, yes, he's worthy. Of being a number one but his personality is what hinders that problem
0: it's very interesting too because i'm looking at the stats now jason tatum didn't take or attempt a free throw like and jalen brown out- outshot him by five shots like your number one shouldn't be doing that like imagine if Who's the number one on the Lakers? Just so I can relate it to you guys. LeBron. LeBron. What if LeBron took zero free throws, had 18 shots, made 30% of the 33% of those shots, while Anthony Davis or Russell Westbrook had 23 shots and, you know, six free throw attempts. How would you feel about that? Because there's a pecking order, right? Yeah, know who it is. Exactly. <laughs> and so that's kind of like the thing where it's like, hmm. Interesting, and you even saw it like Ime Yudoka, he trusted Jalen Brown more down the stretch.
2: I mean, it even came to a point in the fourth quarter where Jason Tatum was standing in the corner, and they you know they're having Jalen Brown or Marcus Smart go one-on-one. And I like Jalen Brown, but I don't want him going one-on-one too often. I like Marcus Smart, I don't want him going one-on-one at all. And then they (laughs) swing it to the corner and Wiggins just locked that man up on one possession and and, you know Jason Tatum's not complaining but he'll look at the ref for a second you know kind of do that little walk or that little like jog up court I don't know you got to assert yourself and you know I know Jason Tatum towards the beginning of the fourth quarter was trying that but Draymond Green and Andrew Wiggins were playing excellent defense against him where he was just throwing up ridiculous wild shots Hoping for a foul call. This is where you go into your bag and go to your go-to moves, you know? So, ah, I don't know. This is tough. This is very tough.
0: Jason Tatum is way too talented to only put up four shots in the fourth quarter, especially on a scoring end like that or the offensive end as a whole. He had two points, one turnover, and that's it.
2: So, when does the blame? I'm not blaming him because we got to partially put it on the coach as well. You got to set up, especially these young players. And if it's going to be like, I always got to use the model of the Detroit Pistons, where it's kind of spread across uh, multiple players. You got to, you got to start implementing some, you know, some strategies to get your star players or even, you know, your role players, <laughs> Derek White. Cause what yeah. happened to him after game one, uh, some open shots.
0: He just, to be fair though, Derek White has never been a good three point shooter. And aside from his 36 point outburst in when he was with the Spurs, I think in game one of the 2019 NBA playoffs or whatever against the, the Nuggets, like he's never been a prolific shooter. He's, no, he's there for, for facilitating and defensive, uh, defensive purposes. You can't expect him to be that guy off the bench. And I think they need someone else to be that guy. Uh, I don't – unless Derek White takes a massive step forward – He's not going to be it. And putting putting players in in positions to succeed, like that's up to Ime Yudoka and the coaching staff, because that's, they're still young. And under his, in his first year as a head coach, they made it to the NBA finals. That's a pretty good start.
1: Like, very impressive.
0: Extremely like, impressive. Like,
1: people at the beginning of the year, like, people kind of got, were kind of down in Boston, would even make it this far. Like, yeah. we, everyone was pegging Milwaukee to make it back.
0: Yeah, and in Ju- and I think in July they were in the middle of a really bad stretch where they were under yep. five hundred, and people were saying, "Oh, maybe they should fire Ime Udoka." And then they rattled off this incredible run to make it to the NBA Finals. But again, the the young guys just showed that they were young because going back to Jason Tatum, real quick, he's mm-hmm. the first player in NBA history to amass one hundred plus turnovers mm-hmm. in a single playoff run. One
1: hundred. Oh wow!
0: That's a lot.
2: How many games? How many games did he play?
0: How many? So they went
2: to two game sevens, right?
0: Two game sevens, and then so that's fourteen already. Plus and six this is
2: game six, and then what was uh twenty? First round.
0: So who did they play in the first round? The Hawks. She beats me. Whatever <laughs> it is. That's a lot of turnovers man like it's
2: it's like what max 27 so you're averaging a damn near 4 max 27 games right yeah uh, cuz just including first round if they did go to game 7 which they didn't that's no. damn near 4 turnovers a game that's it's pretty bad for especially when you are averaging what like 3 4 assists a game your assist yeah. to turnover ratio is horrible horrific yeah. give them so, in a d minus in 2k next season <laughs> and play making so-
0: so it's the Bucks they played the Bucks in seven games. They played the Heat seven games. They played the the Nets in four. So what is that? Seven, seven, four,
2: and six. So twenty-four? Six.
0: Twenty-four, right? Twenty-four wow. di- divided by hundred. What is that? Damn near five? No, four, like you said.
2: You said hundred plus, right? So yeah, that may it, average like five turnovers a game.
0: Yeah. Like dude uh
2: that's I, russell westbrook type
0: <laughs> yep with the percentages too he's like a he was essentially a taller westbrook but oh
1: yeah man Ooh-wee not something want, not something want to hear what did, what, did,
2: what did clay say in his uh uh his post interview what'd he say
1: holy cannoli
2: holy cannoli, Jason holy, said, cannoli. holy cannoli
0: speaking but, of clay speaking of clay Man, you got to love it for that man. Like, after everything he's been through, my God, like, I'm happy for him. And it just goes to show that if Draymond, Steph, and Clay are healthy, with the right cast, Warriors are unbeatable, baby. Like, they are unstoppable. They are the dynasty. And damn it, man, I'm going to call it here. They're going to win another championship within the next two years.
2: Wow, Daniel. E- Daniel e- called it.
1: <laughs> e- e- you got to feel for this. War- I mean, you got to feel for this warrior team. It's it's a feel good story because remember the Warriors to get back in his spot, had a long and tough road. Like clay tore his ach- Achilles before coming here. Like clay was injured. Like people were cut. There were, there was a specific crowd of people who were kind of doubting, like questioning whether his career would ever be the same. And, you know, in, in part, like, there's that little bit of a question whether he can get back to prime play, but I'm just happy that he got his ring tonight because, you're like, hey, like he could. There was a chance that he could not have ha, have been on this court tonight. It's, yeah, it's, it's the the Warriors. Kind of, they really struggled. They they really went through a lot of trials and tribulations to get back to this spot. It, I mean, it it, it kind of makes the story even more memorable.
0: Honestly, absolutely, yeah. I mean. Four championships in eight years, six finals appearances in eight years as well. Is I, I this Warriors team again? Because I am a Warrior fan, it's probably one of the greatest dynasties dynasties I have seen, and probably all of us have ever seen. Because think about it: you have Clay Splash Brother, you got Dre, who's the Rodman type, you got Wiggins, who's just there and providing solid solid output. He's solid just output. there. Providing sorry, solid I guess. Yeah. He's the X factor. But what about Kerr? We haven't talked about the finals MVP. And he's already... He should. This should have been a second. I, I wrote about it a long time ago. He should have won 2015, the finals MVP in 2015. It's, what is it? Seven years at this point. Seven years overdue. But... Thoughts on Stephen Curry, because he finished the game with 34.7 assists, seven rebounds. Obviously, like I said just a few seconds ago, won the finals MVP, and he's just been magnificent. Aside from the game five stinker, he's been magnificent this entire run, this entire playoff, you know, finals run, final series. And if you voted for another player for finals MVP, okay, it's cool to be wrong sometimes, but, you know, it is what it is. But thoughts on Steph Curry?
1: After tonight's game, you you kind of have to really think about the Mount Rushmore basketball because, you know, player, I'm going that far. So when, when Curry, if Curry were to retire today, I would be open to putting Curry within the top five players of all time because he changed the game Ooh. that much. He changed the game that much. Remember before, Cur- before Curry, like basketball has had a lot of changes. But a lot of a lot of you know big men were were still traditional, very much traditional, back to the basket. Curry comes in. He he. It's because of him. The big men are changed forever. We now have you know it started coming in during the early two thousands. But it's not it's not rare these days. See a, a seven footer that is really good from 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 downtown. Curry. That development is because of Stephen Curry. Is he the GOAT? Of course not. But when you change, when you fundamentally change how the game is played, you you really have to consider. Like, does he actually belong there? I believe, like, in my opinion, like there's a good chance when it's all said and done, like, yes, he's he's definitely, in my opinion, a better player than than what Larry Bird was.
0: Ooh, okay. Yes, I'm willing to
1: say he's better than Larry Bird. And just for
0: and just for, uh, just for people's kind of like context here, right? Curry has one finals MVP, just got it. He's a four time champion. He's an eight time All Star. He's a two time MVP. He's a two time scoring leader. And he's just, you can go to his basketball reference page and you can just see all the accolades that he has, has amassed over the years. So, you know, Daniel says he's probably top five. G, what say you?
2: I do have to like. Who's 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 in front of him, Daniel. Uh, but before you ask yeah. that, so just ponder <laughs> that question while while I go on a little tangent here for a second. Um, I'm not going to sit here and bash, Curry. This man has had iconic moments. Um, he's now proven that, you know, both in 2015 and now that he's the he's the guy because, you know, those two with Kevin Durant, obviously, no offense to you. Uh, it's Jared, like, it's but a it's Kevin a Durant. wash. Kevin Durant was the guy, uh, but yeah. you know he's proven it now. Even with the sorry Warriors cast last season, thirty-two points a game. Uh, so Curry's had a lot of like iconic moments. He's he's shown development. He's shown growth. I think he revolutionized the game. I, I do want to give some some kudos to Mike D'Antoni and those Phoenix Suns and that seven seconds or less offense and having bigs that could shoot and kind of pick up the the speed of the game. But Curry, as well as Clay Thompson, as well as his Golden State Warriors franchise dynasty has revolutionized the game for sure and they maximized on Curry's uh, talent. Um his accolades, his accomplishments are off the charts. Um, I think he because look we we also said the honest Anthony Kupo has got to be top ten by now too, right? So yeah. if I you know I think Curry I, I can say Curry is inching in, into that. I also had to, I, the wanted to beg the question of who will be the top point guards because if he's top ten, are you not like I, I still have Magic above Curry, so yeah. I you said you said Bird, and I'm okay with that. You know, <laughs> you know, we watch uh, Winning Time over here on HBO Max. Shout out to Winning Time, but Magic Johnson, man. You know, just throwing that out there. But who do you got in front of him, Daniel? Who do you have in front of him?
1: See, when you take it down specifically, it gets interesting. So, in the, in terms of some of the greatest point guards of all time, you got what? John Stockton. You got, you know, he's you got- better
0: than John Stockton.
1: Yeah, he's... Obvi- I mean, I'm talking an all-time great point guard. Right, he's okay. obviously better than John Stockton. Yeah, he's better than Russell Westbrook, of course. Um, I would say Curry is better than Chris Paul. Chris Paul has no rings. Well, yeah. I would say I'm willing to argue that Stephen Curry, for the impact, the way he has changed the game forever, that he's probably, as of this moment, the second greatest point guard of all time. The only person I- that... The only person
2: going off of impact because in that case, Allen Ivers is the best player, he the second best (laughs) player off of impact. Michael Jordan is the best player off of
1: impact. Who is the best? I the only point guard I have in front of Steph Curry is probably Magic Johnson. But I think Stephen Curry, if he if he can get one more tile, there's a there's a proper argument to be made that Steph Curry could retire as the better point guard than Magic Johnson, and thus. Curry could go down as the greatest point guard of all time.
0: Love mm. to hear it. Love to hear it.
1: I'm I'm willing to say it. I'm going that far.
0: Okay. Fair enough. Fair man, enough.
2: These these warriors won the championship, and this man, damn man, He's <laughs> just, he's just, whew, Curry, Curry, Curry. What what say you, Jared?
0: Bro, he's top ten for sure. Because it's Michael, LeBron, right? Michael LeBron, probably Magic some other person i'm forgetting right at tim duncan right kobe is probably there too
2: you the disrespect on this podcast i'm sorry for all the listeners out there there this, Kobe is probably probably on that list
1: yeah probably. is better than duncan i've only if done
2: you, five kobe's better than curry
1: <laughs> i've only done five man he said probably Let he finish
2: everybody else got a definite I'm going to ride for my, my dog, Kobe All right, Green, Brian. Fine, You're going to say probably. You knew you wanted it. Come on, man. Come hey, on let, now.
0: Let me have this. Let me have this. Uh, all right. I have some leeway, all right? I'm still riding that championship high. I'm on cloud 109. Cut uh, me some slack. Cut me some slack.
2: What, what, he, what, what do you say? G Willikers, what do you say? What did Clay say?
0: Holy cannoli, man.
2: Holy cannoli.
0: Holy cannoli. But no, Curry is-
2: The name of this episode. Holy,
0: holy cannoli. Holy cannoli reacting to game six of the NBA finals. But no, honestly, Curry, he's a top 10 player for sure, because like the players I just mentioned, they're already in the top 10. You got to include, you know, Kareem, Wilt, all those guys. And if we're talking about just his, like you said, Daniel, impact, right? It's one of those things that he changed the game. Gee, you can attest to this. My game is predicated on what Stephen Curry did. Right? I don't do it well, but it, get, it at least gives us a fighting chance whenever we play because of how he revolutionized the game. So he's a top-ten player for sure. If he wins another championship, if he wins two more, being extremely optimistic, he's definitely the best point guard of all time. Is that, is that deniable? If he wins two more?
1: Potentially. Remember, you got to give Magic credit. It was because of Magic the the NBA is in this position, right? But oh, Erica, you want to Erica. talk
2: about revolutionizing the game? We got six ten point guards out here. We got we we got positionless players now because of Magic Johnson, who is the all time is he not all time assist leader or second? Because John Stockton,
1: John Stockton, has, av- on, has his on reference.
2: average on his averages, I believe it's like he's top. He's top. He's, he's like, like ten,
1: right?
0: Ten plus. Yep. Yeah, but. The co- okay. When the Warriors win two more championships, I guess we'll have the conversation then. But if Curry does win two more championships, it's going to be a harder conversation to not pick Curry as at least being 1B as the greatest point guard of all time. I'm just saying. I'm just saying.
1: But, yeah, you do have a point. The conversation, if he keeps winning, it's only- If he wins
0: two more, at least two more
1: it's going to become harder and harder as the years go by. Right. like It's going to become tense.
0: Right. But just a few more things here before we wrap things up. So on June 16th, 2015 clay curry and Dre wonder for his championship seven years later to the day. Is that even seven years? I don't know. I'm pretty sure I did my math right, but seven years to the day curry clay and Dre win their fourth championship. If that's not poetic, I don't know what is, but any last thoughts on this before we, uh, before we venture into the very, very quick hitters.
1: I mean, there's, there's not much to say, but like, we're going to be talking about this for years to come. It's, and it's like, the story's not, I don't think it's even finished yet. So like, man, like, ESPN's better, they better be like great, saving us some like, you know, footage and because we're going to have some 30 for 30s for this one.
0: All right. All right. 30 for 30s. G, I just saw that tweet. <laughs> of
2: course. We live tweeting on here, man. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Go check that out. Follow us. Follow us at the Shooting Bricks Podcast on Twitter. Um, Yeah. Amazing run. We'll leave it at that. Celtics K, they lost. We, we good with that. So.
0: <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go, dubs. Let's go GSW. What an amazing year. What an amazing ride. But yeah, that's man. Celtics. Woo! Love how you uh you watched your watch what you said there, because that's that's perfect. You know, it is what it is. But uh just one last really quick hitter here, not pertaining to the Warriors at all, but pertaining to a team that the Warriors beat, the Dallas Mavericks. They uh, the Dallas Mavericks have agreed to a deal to grab Christian Wood from the from the Rockets for the 26th pick Boban Marjanovic, Marcris Chris, who got surgery, Trey Burke and Sterling Brown. Wow. G, quick thoughts on that. You're making a face.
2: Get the close up on this one. I'm, I'm yanking the locks. What what the F
1: <laughs> what
2: the, Dale take it away? I gotta reply, I gotta respond, I gotta gather my thoughts. Go ahead, Daniel. What, what are your thoughts on this, man? Woo.
1: I mean, I don't really have intense thoughts. I think it's a good move by Dallas. I mean, it's you know, it gives help to Luca and Dallas fills of a you know a valuable need in the paint. Christian Woods, a great center. This is this is only gonna help Dallas in the long run.
0: Okay, G.
2: Uh, it's an amazing move for Dallas. They got Christian Wood for the 26th pick. Forget all those other bums. They're not even going to be on the Rockets by the start of training camp. Half yeah. of them probably going to be on the Rockets affiliate, uh, G League affiliate team. Dude, they got Bob- Boban for the laughs and giggles, and just because he was on a uh, Hustle, uh, check that out on Netflix, by the way. Uh, great movie. But <laughs> they, they got Christian Wood for the 26th pick. What were they going to get with the 26th pick anyway? So they finally got the big that's going to, so, you know, Christian, they got the the, the center version of uh, Spencer Didweedy out there. But anyways, this is going to be good. I don't know if this is the, the, the move that puts them like over the hump, but this is for sure a move that's going to support them to get, you know, deeper in the playoffs. They're still going to need to round out their team. But this was a steal. If, if if trades are going down like this, then I have hope that we'll be able to trade Russell Westbrook.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, hey, I, I predict I think the Lakers are capable of a surprise move this offseason. Like that stuns the league. I think we're capable of it.
0: Who knows, man? Who knows? But we'll talk about that once the uh once the regular season comes a little bit closer and once the draft and all that you know wraps up. But let's let the Warriors have this moment. Let shout out to all the Warrior fans. We've done it. We can relax, we can breathe, we can enjoy ourselves and just have a, a fantastic time. But for everyone listening that wants to have a fantastic time, don't forget to subscribe to... Yeah, whoa, what was that? Let's try that again. Don't forget to subscribe to the Shooting Bricks Podcast and leave a review on your platform of choice. It really helps us out. Lastly, make sure to follow us on at Podcast Bricks on Twitter, at Shooting Bricks Podcast on Instagram, and at The Shooting Bricks Podcast on YouTube for all the news and the video of this episode of The Shooting Bricks Podcast. And guys what an amazing ride it was uh it was great to do this again and we should definitely do this again soon i know that the nba season has officially wrapped up with the warriors winning but we should definitely do this again soon i can't wait for whenever that time is but as always i'm jared castillo
1: i'm gonna watch miss marvel after this but once again congratulations to jared castillo and to the entire golden state warriors fan base uh uh you know Grateful I mean grateful that you stopped the leprechauns you know they're gone the problem the disaster has been averted Uh, I hope to visit Chase Center one day and joining me as well
2: hey shout out to them warriors they won congrats the celtics lost. that made my day uh yeah check out obi-wan of course we'll be with you (laughs) but (laughs) hey we'll hopefully we'll be back for some you know free agent talks and rumors and trades and all that jazz yeah y'all gotta come out show that support let us know that y'all you know tuning in in every week but it's your boy really rail and
0: for the last time for this season we'll see you guys next time